Wow, Ted, a busy week. (laughs) Obviously. A lot to talk about today. Um, And we we do got to get moving because we have a lot of ground to cover. But if you don't mind, I'd love to do another grounding exercise. I'd love to pull a random page from the Dad Ching. Please. I'm talking, of course, about Vicky Lansky, 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad, a book that we previously thought was evil, but now realize is, in fact, a a sort of guided meditation book. Yeah, I think it's really important before you engage in any sort of esoteric or spiritual practice to set intentions and call your guides. Yeah. A lot of people say, oh, my computer's not working working anymore. I just got it. And six months later, it doesn't work at all. Like if I try to load a website, it just completely crashes. And I say, well, what kind of intentions have you been setting? And they say, what do you mean? I haven't been setting intentions. I say, well, well, there you go. I don't turn my iPad on without grounding myself and saying, okay, Steve, I'm, I'm turning it on. Dear Steve, before you sits your work, I am but a humble servant. And here I call upon your power and will before I hit the on power button Will you guide me? I'm looking to find a discount on an air purifier. Thank you, Steve. And I call upon your second manifestation, Eggman. Please, Cuckoo Kachu, guide my Amazon search this day. We also were probably going to need one of those car power adapters yeah. to run the purifier in the Tesla. It's pongy in here. It's just You know how it is, Steve. It's just a bit stale. And the windows don't go down because the battery's dead. Down. So, yeah. And we can't leave the doors open. I mean, we can leave the doors open sometimes. But the rats could get in. Yeah, I, or Marvin. Same diff. And at night, obviously, coyotes. So an air purifier would go a long way. Oh, also, dear Steve, manifestation, I'm setting intention here. Please continue to let Dennis not know that his credit card is missing. Thank you. Thank Amen. you. Okay, so just before you pull a page from the Vicky Lansky I Ching. Set our intentions. Get our T's asked. Okay, uh... My intention, geez, well, I'm, I want to bring in first my guides, Siri. Clapton. Clapton Hendricks. Keith Moon. Keith Moon. Tani Iommi. Malmi Ingstween. Uh, Pete Townsend. John Entwistle, obviously. Oh, 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 and Dave Grohl. Yeah, and Dave Grohl. Yep, okay, got him. So they're all here. They're all gathered around us having a big party. Great. Before my guides, before you, Steve, I set this intention. Please guide the words of Vicky to us in the way in which we need to manifest them. I want to bring in uh, my intention, which is to absolutely and unequivocally prove to Tisha that I am the greatest of all lovers and the most magnanimous of men. That's my intention. What's what's yours? Uh, my intention, I guess I'm looking for guidance here in terms of organizational structure. I'm looking to really help to lead our team because we've got a big event coming up. Oh, and priority. I really want guidance on priority here because there's a lot going on right now. Being an event manager, doing a podcast, being a Tesla owner, I guess I'm just looking for clarity of purpose here and to help me sort of organize my life in the most effective way possible so that I can deliver for those I love. Shout out you, Ted. Yeah, shout out you. And uh, I think with that, I think we're ready. Okay. So, Ted, you want to place your hand on the book, please? Mm -hmm. I am opening to a random page, and our guidance for today is as follows. (gasps) Ted, it's a picture of a man using a computer. That's us. We use a computer. Okay, hold on. I'm going to read. I'm going to read. It says, if you use a home computer... Define home. Give your child his or her own diskette on which to store files. Save a picture or text files on the disk labeled with your child's name. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Let's start here, Ted. I mean, like a lot of the good book, The 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad, yeah. right away, it seems like it's a bad idea. I mean, give your child access to your computer? No. no. These sorts of texts, you, you have to read in a different way. You know, you have to apply a different style of interpretation and understanding. And you have to sort of 
break down the words that are used and the sentence structure. You know, it's really specific. Every single word is placed very specifically by Vicky as a means of transmuting guidance. Exactly. So I think the passive reader would say, oh, yeah, give my son access to my computer. He's going to go on and destroy it. But if we read a little closer, here's where it gets interesting. Save picture or text files on the disk. That is directed at you, the father. So we're the ones saving the pictures of the text files on the disk. But we are labeling it with our child's name. Your Honor, I have this disk here with my son's name on it. Mm. Case closed, 100 years in jail. I think there's some subtextual layers here that we need to delve into around semantics. Please, please. Listen to the specific syntax here. Notice that Vicky, in her infinite wisdom, instead of saying compact disk or CD, yeah. she says Diskette. Good catch, Ted. And I think this is really specific. I think we can't avoid that. I do think we're looking at bringing more of the female aspect to the animus of the self. That's such a good point, Ted. I think she's basically saying you should get a floppy disk and put a dress on it, is what I'm hearing. Or big red lipstick. Right. Around the hull. Yeah. Do you think the CDs are boys and floppy disks are girls, or is it the other way around? Well, floppy disk, that sounds more like a boy, doesn't it? It really does, yeah. So what Vicky's basically saying is floppy disks are daddies and CDs are mommies. I think so. Thank you, Vicky. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Welcome to Tap Talk, everybody. Do I even need to introduce myself at this point? Please do. Yeah, I do. I actually, I, yeah. I desperately do. I do need to. Because it, sometimes it feels like, I don't know about you, Ted, shout out little identity corner here. Sometimes it just feels like if I don't say it, I might forget it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do. I know. I, I do know it very well. Sometimes I have to introduce myself when I first wake up in the morning. Hello, world. It's me, yeah. Tep Ted, entrepreneur, uh, next level Genius, uh, dream quester level nine, necromancer, uh, bard of the College of Glamour, and of course, CEO of Dejuice and Babylon J, and best friend and co host of Tep Talk Podcast. Hello, world, I'm ready to go. And hello, world, shout out Kate B. It is me waking the dad, and I'm running up that hill to podcast you. It's us, the dads of love. Yes. And we're here to do the jig of Tep. And shout out Bronson and Stefan Cloudbusting. Yeah. That is to say, it's me, Tep Tim, your other co-host, uh, Tep Genius Level 2, fan of all things Apple, Elon, crypto, free speech. Logic. Facts. Feelings. I like feelings. Yeah. No, feelings are good as long as they're logical. Logical feelings. You know, you did this and it made me cry. That's logic. That's logic. That's cause and effect, Mike. When it floods, it pours, Mike. I mean, it, it's like, how many of our gifts can you re reject before we cry at your window? And yep. if it makes you sad to look at us crying with our noses pressed up against your window, then maybe you should have like joined our Patreon. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry, Ted. I hate to bring personal drama to the podcast. I don't think we bring personal drama to the podcast very much, so I think you can go ahead. Look, this is a TEP podcast, and today we're going to be talking about iOS 16.5. can't wait. It just happened yesterday. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. But I just... I want to just clear the air because, you know, look, we, like a lot of dads, live in the Petco parking lot in our Tesla. Yeah. And we have these wonderful new friends. And everything I'm about to say, I'm saying as a friend. No, totally. And as friends, we can deal with this. And I want to just say to Mike, if he's listening to this, which I really hope he is because I'm trying to be really honest here. 
I'm sorry about the way I reacted, Mike. I, I guess I just felt like I've made so many overtures to you. We both have. And I I felt a little... I do think he thinks he's better than us. I didn't want to say it out loud. But yeah, I mean, I think that's implicit in, in definitely his actions. I get it. They've had a Tesla for longer than we have. They've lived in the Petco parking lot for longer than we have. They have better taste in music, better taste in furniture, blah, 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 right, blah. Like, right, right, I right. feel very receptive to all that. I want to learn, but it just kind of, it, sometimes it feels like it doesn't matter what we do. They're always going to think they're a little better than us. Am I crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy at all. Ugh. Here's what's been happening. You and I have put together such beautiful and wonderful overtones and overtures, so shout out Beethoven, of friendship towards these two, I want to say very dazzling men. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to say great men yet. I think there could be. I think there's potential there. They have the I potential. think there is an allure. I think there's an allure yeah. that gets stuck to fathers when they purchase a Tesla. Right. But if you haven't brought yourself to the Tesla through... I guess like what we have, right? A journey. Yeah. It took us a lot of effing and jeffing and a lot of boofing and goofing to get to our Tesla. It took us blood, pain, sweat, tears, divorce, hauntings. A number of battles. A number of battles. A number of productions like plays and... Took us lots and lots of money in lost causes. We released a lot of songs too, actually. Yeah, and it took a lot of essual uh, liberation and exploration via my ex-wife for yeah. us to Shout reach Alpa Tesla. Therefore, when we sit behind the dead battery of Alpa Tesla, I don't want to say we're better. No, I don't think that at all. I don't think that at all. But I do know that we earned Alpa Tesla in a solid foundation. And, and I don't want to say this, you know, I don't want to be mean to these two people who are clearly posing. A little bit. They've been given everything, Ted. Yeah, this is the problem. That is it. It all just fell into their lap. Like when Miles Coltrane blows and sucks on the horn, mm -hmm. he does it with the depth of experience, the depth of pain and agony. How did Mike get his Tesla? Um, He had that boat dealership or RV dealership. Yeah. Or, you know, like how many of those do you have to sell to get a Tesla? Two, three, not that many. Yeah. And then he got divorced, obviously. And then he got the Tesla. And, and, and let me just say to the point of the divorce... <laughs> Mike and Nate are divorced, obviously, yeah. but they're not divorced. Them and us with divorce. Very different. You might suck and blow a little bit, but you're no Miles Davis, okay? Right. And and I think the horn of divorce that these two are playing, it's a bit discordant. It's a bit out of key. Like if you've been to the Paris airport, you haven't been to Paris, you know? Right. We're talking level nine divorce here. They could learn something from us. If they would let themselves. Yeah, if they, if they, if they would let themselves. I don't think that I'm better than them, but I do think my experiences are better and it's made me a better person. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't think I'm better than them, but I do think the way in which I earned my Tesla makes me probably a better yeah. understander of the honor that it is to sit behind this dead wheel. And you know, part of what it comes down to, Ted, is, gosh, I hope they're not listening. Mm. They're not really tap dads. No, you're right. You know, they're, they're not. They're architecture dads. They're Buena Vista social club dads. They're acai bowl dads, you know? And I think they're so quick to sort of like try to claim every mantle, you know? Oh, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, when we first were meeting them, we're like, oh, we're tap dads. And they're like, oh yeah, 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 me too. Later I was like, 
what's that? Mike was like, that's my iPad mini. And I was like, what's wrong with the screen? He was like, nothing. And I said, yeah, exactly. Where are the cracks? Yeah. He said, well, I didn't. I just, I was careful not to crack it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I thought right. you were a tap dad. All right. I think that's a big part of their problem with us is they just don't respect the tap lifestyle. No, yeah, yeah. The thing that really set me off, it was that day when I was going through the garbage can outside the Petco looking to see if anyone had left anything to drink in the soda bottles they threw away. And Mike said, what are you doing, Ted? I said, I'm Tim, first of all. We're not that similar. I said, oh, I'm just looking for soda. And then Mike turned to Nate and he was like, <laughs> once a Best Buy dad, always a Best Buy dad. And <laughs> yeah. uh, rewind. Oh, and Ted, when you were reading your poetry about the MacBook pencil idea yeah. again. Pen, friend, swipe, gripe. And here I try to type, yet scribble I must, and scribe thrice, three words to the end. Give me pen. Give me pen. Give me pen. Oh, I still tear up when I hear mm. it. It's so powerful. And the fact that they heard that and they didn't cry. They yeah. looked at each other and they just said, mm, mm. and then I heard Mike said to Nate, um, are you sure he's in the right parking lot? <laughs> and then they laugh, 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 laugh. Ted, you would have been justified in chopping off their heads with an axe. <sighs> I think it has something to do with the acquisition of the Tesla and the order in which you do it. Right. You and I were thoroughly divorced before we acquired our Tesla. However, with these two, the Tesla was the harbinger. It was the chariot with which the divorce rolled in. Right, exactly. I think in Nate's case, he bought his Tesla. Instead of taking her to Spain, right? Yeah, exactly. Like his was the last straw situation. Yeah. And then, you know, ironically, she got the Tesla in the divorce, which is why he lives with Mike and his yeah. Tesla. So that's not super respectable. And Mike, in his case, he got his after the divorce, but it was right after the divorce. It was like a rebound yeah. Tesla, which look, it's still a Tesla. Like you're still in the brotherhood, Mike, you know, Mahalo. Yeah. But we were divorced for so long. We wanted it so bad. There was nothing knee-j about this. This was the most clear-headed decision we've ever made in our lives. Ted just had to sell an awful lot of energy drinks. And shoot a lot of porn. Yeah, and we got sued and we had to pay Randy $200,000. Yeah. And, and so it's, I think you're absolutely right, Ted. It's like, it just feels cheap. I didn't want to say it, but again, you know, you said it so beautifully before. I don't want to say we're better people than them, but I think in terms of who we are and how we manifest our lives, like as people, you yeah. know, I do think that that does place us in a different category. And I don't want to say it's better or worse, but it's different and probably slightly above in a way, more admirable, more like together, more um, forceful, respectful, deeper. I, I guess what's hard for me, Ted, is like, I have really actually tried a lot to, I don't want to say change myself for them, but to kind of accommodate them. Yeah. Like, I don't talk about Mac rumors that often because they they're not interested they've made it very clear they're not interested oh i keep all my prophetic visions and and symbology completely hidden from those two because i know they won't you know they'll ridicule it yeah they they won't be on the level where they're ready to hear no the other day when mike was like oh gosh i've always been so creeped out by clowns i kept my mouth shut exactly who says that who's freaked out by clowns yeah, that's ridiculous they're funny we have hidden our light under a bee for these two chuckleheads for way too long i mean when mike said do you want an egg i didn't say shout out egg man when mike said how do you like my socks you didn't say shout out sock linguini could have you didn't because you knew it'd be a whole, be a whole thing. thing and they'd roll they do that thing where they they look at each other and roll their eyes nice. oh my gosh the other day when nate was like 
oh, I've tried everything to get Karen back. Did you notice how I kept my mouth shut? I looked at you. I did. What I wanted to say was, everything, Nate? You really tried everything? How many 360 theater performances did you immersively drop her into? Have you done a ska version at her wedding? Have you moved into her garden shed? Have you watched your wife make an OnlyFans? Have you come to embrace the full spectrum of love? Shout out to Stefan and Brunson and Sarah. And, well, and I think the OnlyFans, they were so weird about that. When they're like, we were sharing YouTube videos and they're like, oh, have you seen the have you seen the kitten who sneezes? Charlie bit my finger. And then you were like, have you seen my wife f- her two boyfriends dressed up as Al Pacino from Serpico? Yeah. They were super weirded out. Have you seen the This Is My Swamp Shrek parody yet? Because let me tell you. Big success. Yeah, Ted, sorry. Sidebar here. Congratulations. (sighs) Your OnlyFans, Shrek. Oh, my gosh. After some time in the wilderness, you are back back, with AB. I'm talking bang. Can I just say, you have done some amazing work in the past involving prosthetics and practical effects. But that Shrek costume you built for yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I thought I brought dignity back to Shrek. And that's exactly it. It is back to Shrek because he's been so debased. He really has. I think the way you played it, the yeah, fact that we start you. close on that tear on yep. his cheek. And, and shout out, we had to get some really good After Effects compositing on there because did you notice in the reflection of the tear, we actually had almost the, an entire sex scene play out by the time we'd slowly pulled back. I did because it's really quite explicit. Right. The Farquaad stepladder. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I liked, too, you did something you've never done before, which is multiple parts. The idea of Stefan as the gingerbread man, Mm -hmm. and Bronson's doing that to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I think one of the major pieces of catharsis that I think a lot of dads got out of this was that we finally, I think, answered the question of how did the donkey the dragon so that they could show up with baby dragons in the end song and we do the whole song because you need to do the full medley i also liked that you had stefan playing billy joel there at the end too and he got to have s with the wolf billy needs a turn stefan loves billy joel you gotta throw him a bone every now and then did you see that vin diesel popped up in the medley obviously yeah, yeah i mean Bronson. He's got to let it go. He really thinks he looks like Vin Diesel. Yeah. He doesn't look like him, and he really can't do the voice. No, he can't, but he does the I am Groot thing all the time. Yeah, he does that all the time. That got old five years ago. And speaking of the medley, shout out S-Mouth. There was a pretty good chance that they were going to see the movie when it was just going to be a Shrek parody, but you, I think, sealed the deal by having Sarah Stefan Bronson and yourself at the end play all four members of S-Mouth and have them go at it. Yep. And I have exclusive Tep Talk news. Can I play the exclusive news sound effect? Go for it. Okay, here it goes. Breaking news. It worked. What? The big potato man from S-Mouth contacted me. No! Yep. Oh my gosh, because he was a fan? Or was it like a cease and desist kind of contact? Uh, the latter. Doesn't matter. But I think that's a start. We're talking, it's called dialogue. You know, here's, here's how it was. I'll read it to you. Yeah, please. What did Mr. S-Mouth say to you? Mr. S-Mouth, the one with the chin strap who looks like a potato. He does the song. Song. He's the only one who can get that pitch. It's hard. What did he say? What did he say? Okay, uh, here it goes. Wow, weird. Ha, ha, ha. Is this for real, man? If so, please stop. Not good for the band. Yours truly, and I'll change his the real name here just because for privacy. 
the potato man. Oh my god! So that's not like a cease and desist. No, that's a soft. That's a soft. Cease and I think desist. if we shout them out, I think a few more times, but maybe take the note a little bit more subtle. Yeah, you know, maybe less pile drive triangle. Shout out a lot of things in our life. They need to understand our intentions are pure. Right. Because I think if you're S mouth, you've you've suffered nothing but slings and arrows your whole career. People being unkind and unfair to you, which is why they're the ultimate dad band, really. Totally. Of the modern age. I mean, S mouth for me are kind of like the torchbearers of classic rock. Totally. You can paint a direct line from pink F in the wall all the way to Smash Mouth. Gosh, pink F in the wall, Ted. Speaking of OnlyFans, if you're ever going to do another classic album, now that you've got your mojo back, shout out Austin. I'm a little nervous about doing the wall, I'm not going to lie. It would be difficult to figure out how to bring S into it. I mean, I think the way you do it is, it's like the first half of the movie slash the album, you're building the wall. Mm. You're like, I don't want to see my wife do that with her boyfriends. And then second half... You tear down the wall and you realize it's it's good and you like it. I like this. That's quite spiritually apropos. I think that runs parallel to my experience of non-monog too. And just like witnessing and coming to terms with the love that dare not speak its name. Yeah, two guys and your wife. Yeah. It's going to be a happy ending. And that's what happens in the pink F wall, as I recall. Yeah, there's a happy ending. So yeah, just, oh boy, Ted, sorry. I'm, I, I'm so beyond S, stoked about this S mouth news. So we got their attention. And I think now you need to show that your intentions are pure by doing another S-Mouth video. And Ted, I'm teeing it up for you. You know what it's got to be. You know what it's got to be. I do. And I cannot wait to present to you all the pornographic version of Rat Race. F*** race. Rat f***. I think, look, Ted, you're the creative director here, but can I give you just a few ideas off the top of the head? Let's mind meld. I would take the money part out of it. I think you've got John Cheese at the top. Definitely John Cheese. Gets all these people together at the casino and he says, my wife is waiting in Arizona. The first one there gets to f***. Yeah, I like this. You're going to have to do a lot of casting here. Unless, unless, I mean, I know Bronson and Stefan have been trying to get you to give a part to their friend Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, I know. They've been on this for a while. I just... I like Jeremy, but I shout out this Tesla. He pongs. There's a pong to him. He stinks. He stinks. And when I'm trying to be creative on the spot with the camera and give the right directions, I cannot be taken out by the pong of Jeremy. No, fair enough. Jeremy, thank you for all the compositing you're doing. You're a wizard with After Effects. Thank you for all the editing. We appreciate it. But you're going to have to stay in your lane for now. And you're also going to have to keep the door shut unless... You stop using that GD patchouli. It's off. It's yeah. off. And when he uses Bronson's body spray, that does it doesn't not help. help. That Jeremy. just makes it you bad. Pong. He's like, I can't um, have you on set. Like dirt bag I can't, from I Peanuts simply gang. cannot have him on set. Yeah. They don't get this. No, I know. I know. Well, Bronson and Stefan can't smell so well anymore. They've done something terrible to their noses. Truly. Always sniffling. They're good boys about making the D juice in the shed, though. No, they they absolutely are. And the D just just keeps getting better. It does keep getting better, I don't think. you think? Or stronger. Oh, yeah, it baby. Keeps getting stronger. I love it. Actually, Ted, gosh, we have so many sidebars going on right now, but I do just quickly want to say super exciting news from the business side of DJs. Ted, can I make this little announcement? Please. So, um, one fun extreme thing about DJs has been that the Ours, the regulators, have been super freaked out about the effects 
of it on the human body. You rattle up people when you do something radical. You know, you shake the status quo when you bring something so radical to the general P. You think people weren't S'ing their P's the first time they had Mountain Dew? You think the first time someone made Coca-Cola that the first person they gave it to didn't like immediately S their Dax right off their butt. And back in those days, they had flaps just for that. That's true. Good little history corner there. Which is to say, look, D-Juice, if it wasn't extreme, we wouldn't be selling it, okay? You don't need another watered-down energy drink like Get Monster or exactly. any of that. No. We're here to bring something new. But the regulators say it's not safe or a drink. Well, and th- exactly, Ted. As a drink, it's quote-unquote unsafe as a drink as a drink we know this is dad's context is king here's the thing if you rebrand your energy drink as a general purpose cleaner yep you can sell it anywhere which is why we are proud to announce that d juice is now officially d juice multi-purpose surface cleaner and as the representatives of D-Juice, we are very excited to say, and I'm coincidentally, I'm winking when I'm saying this. You can't see me, but I am winking. I just want to say on the record, while I wink, do not drink it as an energy drink. Yeah, you should not wink, wink, wink. Drink it as an energy drink. And I think that while you should definitely not drink it, if someone accidentally got confused and drank it, they would find that it had amazing effects on their body. They would have more stamina, more vim, more vigor, and more pep. Oh, Tim, I'm so glad you brought up pep. And and I want to talk about this right now. When you're spraying your surfaces in your Patesla, say your dashboard's got a bit greasy, with D-Juice Ultimate Surface Cleaner and Spray, Spray Away the Pain Today, I'm going to give you a little hot tip. Lean in and smell the freshness. And I want you to get your nose real close. Yeah. And just notice what happens to your body when you smell the cleanliness. And I want to just be very clear from a regulatory standpoint. If you were to accidentally lick up some of the D-juice you sprayed on the counter, that would not be D-juice's intended purpose. But you would feel amazing! You would. And if, per chance, you were feeling a little too amazing, which we apologize for, but it can be a side effect of fun, you may be in need of Babylon J. That's right. Babylon J now officially rebranded as Aquarium Cleaner. Thank you, Gareth, for that idea, too. Are your fish too fast? Do your fish jump, spring around? Just go way too fast for your mind when you're just trying to catch a GD minute? Well, we've got the solution for you. Babylon J into the tank today. You're going to want to get your Aquarium Delirium on and just sip a little bit out of the top. The fish don't mind. They don't need all that water, but you do. To all of you D-Juice and Babylon J obsessives out there, we know you exist, because once you have one sip, you can't stop, or else you'll get really sick. Next time you go to the store and ask for D-Juice, don't ask in the drink aisle. Ask in the cleaning aisle. And Babylon J, you have to go to a pet store to get. Petco, yeah. That's just a bit of a pivot, and I'm so excited. You know, I just think it's such a cool new way to enjoy the product. And when I say enjoy, I do not specify drinking it. Because that would be illegal. Look, I mean, Ted, we know this. It's all about rebranding. This is like with Tepsilfest. 
It was gonna be just a boring old carnival for Tesla owners to get together and and connect right. and bring peace on Earth. But now it's a medieval Renaissance fair. And that, look, it started as a way to get people to have to use the bathroom in the stormwater drains rather than having to rent porta potties. But like with Babylon J and D Jews, it has just led to a series of incredible new innovations. Absolutely. And that actually brings us back to Smash M. So just to summarize the shrek video massive success you got their attention fantastic you got them on the hook and now you reel them in and how do you reel them in by doing a p version of rat race coming soon i think what's going to happen is the rat r video is going to end with yes the famous smash m performance i imagine you and and sarah and stefana bronson are going to you know do what you did at the end of the shrek Mm -hmm. video i think mr potato head is going to see that and he's going to say Oh, I get it now. This is honoring me. It's honoring Smash M to do this. I think he probably sends you another message that says, sorry for the confusion. And that's when you say, it's okay, Chinstrap. I'll tell you what, though. If you like what you saw, we're actually putting together a once in a lifetime Tesla festival in the parking lot of the Petco. It's across the street from that Bed Bath and Beyond that recently was in the news. Oh, speaking of the Bed Bath and Beyond, Ted. Whoa. Whoa. So Donna got a hostage. Yeah. Basically, the parking lot mommies sent someone in. I want to say it was Carol undercover and Donna found her. And so things are tense. But hey, they are actually slowly chipping away at the exterior. They've kind of gotten most of a hole going on the side there. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is I've been noticing there's a, a very sweet, you know, and I will shout out. I do think this is sweet. You know, Donna and Randy have been signaling to each other on the roofs. It is sweet. It, it is, is sweet. sweet. I'll give him that. You know, I, I think Randy probably lacks the spine and the courage to face the mummies and go and rescue his partner, which I think is, frankly, uh, I don't want to say cowardish or cowardly or like a well, dog-like. Well, shout out Mrs. Ramirez. Yeah, didn't want to say it. You mm-hmm. know, but yeah, he is being, he's being spineless. Yeah, a little bit. But he, I do think it's sweet that he has been met, like signaling with that flashlight from the Best Buy roof. Well, and we alluded to this last week. The situation in the Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot is heating up because I was right. One of the moms is definitely dating or at least, you know, fooling around with one of the Home Depot parking lot dads. Yeah, he brings a lot of lumber, doesn't he? He a lot of lumber and more. And he, Home Depot dads just want to watch the world burn. They really do. They really they do. Don't I care. mean, it, you know, they they seem like practical boys with their two by fours and their trucks, but they they're agents of chaos, pure chaos. The thing is. They all have those big trucks, but none of them need a truck that big. So they're always looking for any Any, opportunity. Any opportunity. And frankly, they hate the Bed Bath & Beyond. I mean, that is a dad's least favorite place to go. This is, frankly, if we were ever to do that summit of dads we've talked about, I think that the bonding thing would be hatred of the Bed Bath & Beyond. It'd be like the delegate from the tep dads and the delegate from the hardware dads. You know, we wouldn't have a lot to talk about, but we could we could agree that Bed B and Beyond is boring. Yeah, I think you're right. Look, I think if we can add to that list, it would be ambivalence towards the musical Wicked. I mean, we, you and I have been saying this for a while. We have more in common than apart. Yeah. I don't want to know about your grill, and I definitely don't want to know about your car, but I can agree that my wife should take me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead, it's all like, oh, the Home Depot dad's got to call us freaks because they think our Teslas are lame. We call them freaks because one of them took a barbecue and turned it into a little landmine, and he tried to blow a hole in the side of the Bed Bath & Beyond. Or they're slowly building a trebuchet. Yeah. Well, and shout out Donna. I mean, she's holding it down, but like, she's lost a couple staff already. You know, I think you're seeing a lot of this, like, 
I didn't sign up for this. This is just a job. And she's like, if this store is going down, I'm going down with With it. it. Well, we know this from Randy, you know, the job becomes the identity. Yeah, Yeah. right. You know, it's like, just let it go. Like, oh my gosh, Randy, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Who's on the Geek Squad? Just let us on. Who cares? Yeah, come on, buddy. Who cares? If you had just done that, I'm not afraid to say it, he'd still be married. I know, I know, I know. But, uh, Oh, this uh, this stings. This stings, and I'm not happy about this, and I feel bad about uh, bringing it up. And condolences to our friend. But uh, Darby Sullivan did not make the cut. Oh, Ted, I wasn't going to say anything uh, out of tax. Oh, I didn't want to say. Oh, no, no. And in all seriousness, uh, sorry, Darb. Yeah, sorry, Darby. Put this feather in your cap, Darby. You may not have won the mayoral election and your mom may be dead, but you maybe have set the record for shortest ever employment at the Best Buy. (laughs) Well, I think when they worked out how close he stands. He stands too close. Yeah, way too close. Here's the thing. Best Buy is a customer service position. Absolutely. It's not about knowing how to fix computers. It's about being a people person. It is. And he stands too close. Way too close i think he also his grief podcast isn't doing very well i heard that he was downloading all the episodes to the phones in the store right and randy got super po'd because those are supposed to be playing memoirs of a geeka around the clock right so um yeah darby is out back in the parking lot ashes to ashes d to d yes and 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 darby Condolences. Oh, Darby, I'm so. I'm sorry, bud. Dar- Darby, wait. I'm sorry. Darby, 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 let me just say it. Let me just say it. Um, Darby, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, I was wait, laughing. Wait, wait. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Ho, oh, Darby. Uh, very, very sorry you lost your job as a best fight. <laughs> uh, uh, very sorry. <laughs> mm, Darby. I'm sorry you lost your job, mate. I, <laughs> I actually am. I, I actually, am you know, too, because yeah. I can imagine, because I can imagine what that feels like. <laughs> oh. but I, I will say this about the man: he smells like lavender, and that's what's disconcerting yes, about him being so close. He smells too good. In the Best Buy, that is not a smell you expect. No, it's not. You expect the smell of rubber or foam. Yeah, that indoor smell, silica gel. And actually, Darby, hey. Shout out Olive B. I'm sorry you lost your job. You know, a lot of people are saying the only thing more humiliating than not working at the Best Buy is getting fired from the Best Buy. <coughs> so, <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we're sorry about that. But Darby, opportunity bud, since you're looking for work now, at a ye olde Tepsla Fest, we are going to need someone in the stocks for the dads to throw fruit at. Yeah, true, true, now, true. Now, it's not much, but Darby, I know you got an acting background. I know you studied acting in college or whatever, and I I've seen you cry. You do it really well. People want that pathos. So if you can get over your BS, we'd love to put you in the stocks and have people throw tomatoes at you during Tesla Fest. We also have plank attendant because we're going to need probably to fish a few people out of the stormwater D. Yeah, you could do latrine duty or uh, in the stocks as the town fool. Either way. Yes, and their rate is $800 a day. If you do it, I'll pay you $800 a day. Yeah, so if you think you're better than that offer, Darby, uh, prove it. I mean, you're not going to get paid that dancing in the parking lot, which, shout out, his dancing has been, it has been a little sad. Well, I think he's got to get it out of his system, you know? Yeah, I hate to, gosh, I hate to bring it back to Mike and Nate. Can I just say, like, look, we have fun on this podcast, okay? And we have fun with Mike and Nate. This is some healthy ribbing, you know? I'm sure we're going to get back to being friends soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Mike and Nate, obviously. They're great, they're great, whatever. But I think... 
if I'm being honest, the other sure. day when I kind of lost it at them, yeah. it wasn't about the fact that we had to listen to the Buena Vista S Club uh, CD again. Again, yeah. Again, it wasn't again. about the fact that I was sitting in the Eames chair wrong or and he yelled at me again. What was hard for me was when Darby lost his job at the Best Buy. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Look, we can laugh at Darby because he's, he's friend. our friend. But Mike and Nate, it's not okay. No. The stuff they say. That's not. About the parking lot. It, it's, look. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought this up. The way they talk about the Best Buy parking lot. These elitist f***s came from the Silver Spoon Academy with a big silver spoon up there. Shout out Bronson. I didn't know he came from money. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Uh, look. You never forget where you come from. No. And I think that's the difference here. We know where we came from. God knows I'm a very, very wealthy person now. But I never forget where I came from. No, I'll never forget the days when I was divorced and living in the Tesla. I'll never forget this, even though soon I'm going to get my wife back any day now. I'm sure you will. I'll never forget where I came from. And look, do I look down on the parking lot dads now? Absolutely. Obviously. Yeah, the decrepit pathetic, POSs. What they're doing over they're there. our decrepit POSs. They're ours. Exactly. I can say Marvin looks like a little toad. You can't say he looks like a little toad because you never had to give him his ear medicine. I could say Thomas has the personality of my big toe, but you can't say that because you never helped him out with his bathroom problems. Have they read Grady's book? Definitely not. Definitely no. not. I can say he's a malevolent force and a soul sucker, but you can't say that, you Mike and Nate. You cannot. You never babysat Lucian. If you had babysat Lucian, you would not speak ever again, potentially. The way that they talk about them, oh, uh, did you see what's going on in the Best Buy parking lot today? Oh, that BS. man is dancing again. That's a dance of mourning. That's a dance of mourning, can't you? Shut see? the f up. Literally. Shut the f up. Go f yourselves. Those are our friends. Those are our f friends. Darby, Grady, Marvin, Thomas, and yes, even Randy. They have more dignity in their small toe than either of you honey tiny yeah. dads have in your whole GD Tesla. We may not get along. We may have beat each other's A's. We may have made each other dance for coins or looks at Siri. We may have threatened each other. We may have stormed each other's businesses. We may have sued each we other. We may have broken into each other's houses. We may have defecated in each other's chimneys. We may have thrown bowling balls at each other's houses. We may have found a tiny man in their door and tried to liberate it with a sledgehammer. I maintain that, yes. We may have drained our close friends out of all their personal earnings and stolen their credit cards. We may yeah. have had our underwear tied in a knot and run round in a circle while everyone pointed at us and laughed. And we're still friends. And when I say Darby is a creep and a freak and he's done nothing but insult me and... And betray us. And spit our friendship back in our face and I hate him, I say that as his friend. I do. You, Mike... You do not, not get to do that. that. And let me just say right now, you don't get to call Randy a dog. Shame on you. Shame on you. He's our pooch, Mike. I can say Randy the dog because he's chewed up my slipper. He's made a BM on the carpet, rolled in stuff every time I've let him out. Played fetch with our Roku. I may not like him. He might keep me up at night. He might stink. But guess what? He's still our GD dog, okay? So the next time you come for our friends... You come for us. Get an attitude adjustment or else, guess what? You're not coming to Tepsla Fest and everyone's, everyone's going to be, be there. there. Having a great time. They're not listening to this. <laughs> it doesn't want 
difference does it make? They're not listening to this. Why does it matter? It doesn't no, make yeah, a difference. It doesn't you're make You're absolutely right. And you know what? I think it's time that we did our Bob Dylan segment. Oh, good idea, Ted. Absolutely. All right. Every Bob Dylan song ever. Yeah. Week number three. This is for you, Mike. Uh, Bob Dylan's third song on his first album. It's called In My Time of Dying, and it stinks. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it for this week's show. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to our wonderful TEP show again. What a great job you and I did this week. Yep. I was very proud of the, the yes, TEP information, work, news, and gossip we gave. We had some wonderful segments in there. And as always, a pleasure to be your co-host and driver on this dead Patesla we call our home. Two lost souls swimming in an F-bowl. Except we're not lost because we no. have each other. And we're not swimming very fast because we poured Babylon J in there. That's right, folks. And don't forget to go out today. If you're feeling that craving, as I know some of you definitely are, go ahead and go out to the, um, you can go to Albertsons and in the cleaning mm-hmm. department, there will be something called D-Juice. You sort of beefed up the baby dad for the uh, label of it now. Made it look more like Uncle Rodney. Yeah, big thick man on the label and that's how you know you're getting the right stuff and go ahead and spray it spray it wherever it's safety your own home you do whatever you want we can't tell you what to do but definitely don't drink it but if you do it's going to be amazing you're gonna have such a good time and that's our guarantee and thank you for tim all right folks see you next week Alrighty, bye oh so ted with rat r yep i'm thinking bronson is to find the obvious answer two brothers yeah oh sarah could be the radio tower that they get pulled up i like that stefan's been very keen to do like a sarah is a giant video he's really into that. I know he's kind of getting angry the fact that, that doesn't happen very much. Yeah, but if I bring up Iron Giant, Brunson's gonna want to play it. Right? right. Oh, Ted, can I be Breckenmeyer? I mean, I know you probably want to be Breckenmeyer, but I, I do such a good Breckenmeyer. Yeah, do you Breckenmeyer? Hey, it's me, Breckenmeyer. Oh, God, it's good. You and I could be Mr. B and Newman. Yeah, and the heart is a ring. He's a nice He's what? You've got a ring.